Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello? Look, I'm going to level with you. I have my own things to deal with. After all, we are about to crap a lovely landing. The Orphans, an original cinematic audio drama, is now available. And now, The Orphans Facility, an exciting new prequel series. Catch up with Season 1 with new episodes of Facility coming bi-weekly. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All nerdy show programming is made possible by a comic shop. Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Oh, hello. Jamila here. We'll begin the show in just a moment. But I wanted to make sure that you were aware of the circumstances surrounding, um, everything going on right now. This is going to be the last episode of Dungeons & Doritos for a while. An undetermined amount of time due to an unfortunate, uh, real-life circumstance, which we've detailed in a bulletin that we released in the Dungeons & Doritos feed last month. Unfortunately, we have no earthly idea when we're going to be able to resume recording. However, it's long past time for us to do another Dungeons & Doritos Q&A. So please, send your questions about the game, or the players, or questions for me, or Lefty, or the rest of the cast, whoever they are, to dnd at nerdyshow.com. That's D as in Dorito, N as in Nacho, and D as in Dorito again, or Dungeons. Anyway, dnd at nerdyshow.com. The due date to get your questions in is August 25th, 2017. And while you won't be hearing much from me for the next little while, at the very least I can offer you this one solace, which is that there will be a new Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program miniseries, if everything goes according to plan, recording this very month. And released afterwards, um, as soon as we can get it out. Though, post-production could take a little while, so keep that in mind. While a series of unrelated and unforeseen circumstances have put both Ghostbusters Resurrection and Dungeons & Doritos on hiatus, at the very least, new tabletop audio dramas await you in the near future. And now, on with the show.
Dungeons and Doritos! Welcome to Dungeons and Doritos, Nerdy Show's epic tabletop role-playing podcast. Hi, I'm Cap, and I play Jamella. Hi, I'm Lefty, and I play Lefty, the Pirate Queen. Hi, I'm Colin, I play Bartholomew Elfgar Gleeman, the roguish we- werewolf Gleeman guy. <laughs> hey, I'm Doug, I play Bogo, the uh, Northlander barbarian with a uh, tender heart. And I am Rule, and I am responsible for all the bad things that happen to these poor people. <laughs> Thanks for that. I really yes, appreciate yeah, thank it. You. Yes. I, hey, I don't have a class. I mean, like, what am I supposed to, you know, barbarian, invoker. Yeah, yeah, but he's not. Okay. All right, continue. <laughs> <laughs> we might be out of the woods, but we're not out of the woods yet. Um, and before we get back into the action, we got to taste some Doritos and also give some uh, some props to some awesome people. We'll start with the props for ourselves. <laughs> you can rate and review us on iTunes, and that will <laughs> that. Hold on, there's a, there's a point to all this. It's not as confusing as it seems. Uh, rating and reviewing us on iTunes helps people discover Dungeons and Doritos. You can always like tell people that's awesome. Um, you could wear a Dungeons and Doritos shirt. We have many shirts, many different kinds of shirts. Uh, shirts erotic pangolin shirts even just go to nerdyshow.com slash store but if you rate and review us on itunes and you write a review that we like we may read it on a show for example here's one from weege it reads is there a limit to how many characters you can put in the title of a review or does it continue into and <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> fair enough <laughs> he goes on to say well welp, that answers that question also <laughs> reviews get deleted if they contain the s word because this store requires a credit card but treats you like you're five years old now that i think about it i guess that is the target audience for apple so what am i doing here oh right caverns and corn chips yeah you should watch it with your ears i don't remember what the f word i typed the first time so i'm not retyping that s word there's your review okay <laughs> Maybe not the most helpful, but at least they'll understand if they read this that, uh, you know, random people that uh, that we're, we're a good time show for fun and laughs and inappropriate humor. Yes. <laughs> so thank you, Weege. And um, so please rate and review us. We'll read your reviews on the show and it will in turn help us build a bigger, better Dungeons and Doritos universe of fans. Speaking of fans, I was going to say, like, if we haven't heard from you in a long time, I want to know if you're still out there. You know? Yeah, we see the numbers, talk- but, you know, we don't hear the, the voices. So to speak. Yeah, I'm, ta- I'm, I'm talking to you, Mauron. <laughs> I miss you. Somewhere up in the great maple syrup fields of Canada. He, he misses you too, Colin, I'm sure. Still dream of that syrup. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Buy some of our stuff at nerdyshow.com slash store. Shop through our Amazon links to help benefit this and all the shows in the Nerdy Show Network. Or the biggest one of all, become a backer on Patreon. Even at a dollar, if we have early episodes, they're yours in advance. And there's a ton of Dungeons & Doritos bonus content there. Uh, go to patreon.com slash nerdy show. Let's discover some of the uh, some of the tastes I found. I was at a um, a very authentic taqueria here in Orlando, Florida, uh, which was also a grocery store. And there I found authentic Mexican Doritos. For the first time ever, we've never had Doritos from Mexico. Um, I found several varieties. And there was one that's it's just labeled nacho. It looks like regular, boring, old nacho Doritos. But they put a translation sticker on it, some kind of import tag maybe, that says it's chili and cheese flavor, actually. Mm. So mm. we're going to test that theory. Yep. That would be good with a burger or burger. Uh... But it, the, the whole tag has this really interesting, it's like, I, it's got like a package thing on it, like where that I could hold it like it's a, a luggage, like a piece of luggage. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got like this like, um, Handle? I don't know, like a. Yeah, like a handle. It's weird. <laughs> like I can carry it around, like you know, just to say. It smells like nacho cheese. 
And the nutrition facts on the back are pasted. Cap, what did you get us? Like, the nutrition facts are like. Yeah, that seems like super illegal. Like, super. The nutrition facts are like printed from a sticker and pasted on there. So, it's a translated. The sticker is in English. Yes, maybe. This is just. This is part of the course for imported foodstuffs through certain channels. Well, these are made in Mexico. This is this is mm -hmm. not this is nacho cheese, but it is the best nacho cheese. It tastes like you're actually at a restaurant dipping chips into cheese and salsa. Yeah, yeah. it's more of a powder than a dust. This is the Mexican this. Coke of Doritos. Yeah. I was about to say this with Mexican Coke would be the shit. <laughs> Holy shit, Jug, you're bright. I found a Dorito there that I was very intrigued by. We've we've mm. talked about Doritos 3Ds in the past. It was a, a thing that happened in the 90s. It was kind of a, a puffed Dorito with ridges down the side of it. Mm -hmm. Recently, they remade the Doritos 3D branding for a completely different chip and some kind of fan fascinating sigil. Um, but yeah, the runes. Yeah, but in Mexico, I was told that the Doritos 3D never ceased to exist, and uh, I found a bag of it. I only found one bag. And there was a hole torn into it. So I expect this to be very stale, but I got it just for discovery. It also has Donkey Kong on it. For it probably came guys, from the 90s. Really I don't weird. think that's safe to eat. Th these these 3Ds weird. are puffed like... They're like bugles without ridges. They're, they're like the original Dorito 3Ds. That's what they're like. I thought the Doritos 3Ds had ridges on them, like a, like ruffles. Not that I remember. Mm -mm. No, they were smooth. Oh well, then this is exact. This is exactly the 90s Doritos 3Ds. Uh, it might be from the 90s, I based on the Donkey Kong on the front. <laughs> I, wanna... I know, right? It's like the this... Donkey Kong from Donkey <laughs> Kong Country. You are a braver man than I am. It's kind of stale, but it's not. It's not terrible. Yeah, it's it's a little stale. I've tasted worse. These these Dorito Nacho Chili Cheese flavor, like this is truly like you're talking about how it's the Mexican Coke of Coke. Like it really is. Like yeah. it's just like a more a better version. Yeah. Robust, better because it's got a little bit more spice in there. And the and the, is it more like nachos? Yeah, the there's a, a little bit to it. thicker. A little yes, bit. Yes, it feels that yeah. way. So, mm. so go to a Latin grocery store. Um, go to it. Go to Taquerias. Mm. The grocery store is attached. Find these and and tell us what you mm -hmm. think because I I think that they're a huge step up. Now, there's a green bag and it says pizza rolls. So mm, I assume yes, this pizza is rolls. pizza flavored or maybe pizza roll flavored. I'm excited about this. It's it, this one's got another. Uh... Uh, this product is not a product authorized by the United States trademark owner for imp importation and is physically and materially different from the authorized product. Well, that's weird. Y'all read that shit? It says Sabritas on it, and Sabritas is Frito-Lay in Latin America. That's going on Instagram. Wouldn't count. It waited too long. It didn't even override. That's good. Huh. That's mm -hmm. a weird flavor, it's like folks. A, it's like a sausage pizza. A sausage pizza but with like lime. A, like a yeah, freezer, lime. like a cheap freezer sausage pizza. I like the, it. This is the, we've had a lot of pizza flavors in the past. Pizza Supreme, uh, pizza from Israel. This is the worst pizza flavor by far. It is, yeah. I hate it, actually. Mm -hmm. I, I hate it's it. not bad. I like I'm it. With you, I like I like the pizza flavor from Israel way better, but I like this. I could eat this. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what mm -hmm. it has a taste of, guys? Especially after that nacho, which was so good. All right, so I want you to just just think about this in your mind of what these things taste like. This pizza rollas. It has then, kind of a pesticide aftertaste. No, yeah, sure. Yeah. But I want you to think about the way that powdered Gatorade smells and tastes. I have no idea what you're talking I've about. I've never okay. done that to myself. I find that's an interesting direction to go. All right, well, you pass around. Uh, What's this one? Well, um, this is a blue. I want to cleanse the palate with something. Uh, Something delectable from Japan. 
Uh, it's a, it's in a shiny blue bag. Yeah. Well, oh, we're doing that too. Yep. Oh, I'm excited. Why don't you explain? Uh, someone, someone describe the. We had a bursting plum last time. Describe the burst this time. It looks uh, like it's metallic it looks blue. Like shriveled, shriveled blueberries exploding outward. Well, don't get your palate ready for that because it's absolutely not that. All right, we're ready to yeah. eat it. Three, wait, wait, wait! I gotta open the bag. All right, All right here we go. Three, it looks two, like a sick burrito. One. Are those peppercorns? Mmm. Hell yes! This is great. What a lovely those flavor. Those are peppercorns. What is it? This is Miracle Spice. According to the website I bought it from, this Japanese Dorito has it all. You, can you taste the garlic, black pepper, onion, lime, thyme, yes. oregano, or celery seed? There's actually even more flavors than that. I, can I wish I hadn't been expecting something sweet because I'm disappointed. It would I'm, be good yeah. if I hadn't been wanting another weird-ass flavor. I wanted, I was hoping for a blueberry or something, but but that's still mm, good, yeah. though. I can definitely taste like the pepper, the black pepper on it. There's In, in, in Japan, there's a, there's a new variety of... Gourmet Frito-Lay tortilla chips. They look just like Doritos. They're not branded as Doritos, and they also have weird flavors, um, including Eggs Benedict. <laughs> what? Yeah, I need to try those. If, if, I have uh, everything with coffee anyway. Like, I need to try those. Oh, uh, that actually would be really funny to, for an Eggs Benedict with the coffee. Can we put together, like, is there, like, a hash brown Dorito? Can we make a breakfast pairing sometime? It's been so long since we've made a burger. That would be great. Um, I uh, Well, it's all the whims of uh, Frito-Lay Japan, and their whims Ketchup are flighty. <laughs> mayo Doritos, like a garlic mayo Dorito with a, a Eggs Benedict. Cap, this one by far. This this mm. peppercorn. That This is one Miracle of my spice. favorites of all time. It's great. I mean, we need to save the, the idea of the Miracle Spice. That needs to be in the Dungeons and Doritos world somewhere. Okay, so the Miracle, oh, spice, the Miracle spice. What about the Miracle Spice versus the one that I didn't get to try because you had it was the Halloween special. Oh, that was really good. They're both really high up there. That was my favorite. I like that one more than this one. I would never want to do this, but this makes me want to do it. Like <laughs> taking the Dorito and crumbling it up. And then, and like, putting it. it on a putting it on a steak. Yes, yes. <laughs> fried oh steak. God. Miracle Can spice fried steak. We have a fancy steak. Dorito dinner party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you would. You'd have a nice steak paired with this with this Dorito, and then you know, with a with a Dorito crumble. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> totally. Uh, you I'm... have to do it like that spice guy. The flick of the wrist. The Yum. spice flare. I'm bad at memes. I uh, I hope in Japan ma spice. maybe in Japan you can buy Miracle Spice in a shaker and I want some because this is a wonderful mm. flavor. Anyway, this is unbelievable. Let's find out what trouble we've gotten ourselves into this time. Hi, Galdap. How you doing? Doing pretty goddamn miserable. I've canceled my vacation plans so you can go play with some puppies. How nice for you. How wonderfully nice. When last we saw our quote-unquote heroes, they were uh, robbing an old man of his vacation. Uh, generally being awful people, probably. They almost died. They didn't die. Uh, and then they met some wolves. And now they're going to have a wolf party play stickball. I'm an old man. I don't have to care about you or anybody. I don't need this job. I got prospects. You're all just voices in my head anyway. 
life, I made you up. You're not real. I'll tell you what's real. Irritable bowel syndrome. On with the show. Guess we all kneel, and maybe we'll talk our way out of this, and maybe we'll have to bust some heads. Again, it seems like an eternity. You just realize that this is the situation is getting way, way worse. The uh, the wolf suddenly like stands up and 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 becomes a lot more stiff and rigid. He looks to you. He passes judgment now. The front leg of the stag kind of reaches out towards the tree, and what was a hoof opens up to fingers. The, the hind legs start to step forward and, and again all you see is like the shadows you don't see the distinct shape but he seems to almost push himself up like a man who was on all fours is using a tree to brace himself as he stands up and he stands up into this huge man again he's still got all these antlers and, and everything and you can't see the distinct features it's just a silhouette of a man as if he was wearing like an elk hat or something from somewhere he pulls out a horn and he blows the horn, and the wolf just looks at Barty. Barty, you can understand the expression on his face. is terror. Take them to the cave and run! And he just looks at you and snaps. Run! Now, when you say run, do you mean... (laughs) That kind of a thing right in my face. Like, I'm going full wolf. I mean, not full wolf, but, like, there's got to be some instinct that takes over, and I head. Yeah, and I just grab Jamala and run. You guys start hauling ass in the forest erupts. Everything that you thought you were seeing out of the corner of your eyes becomes something. An owl flies out of the trees and turns into this. It's not like it transforms, but you see it more clearly as a thing with arms and legs and spears. And as it's coming at you, a wolf jumps and grabs it in its mouth and pulls it down to the ground. And they're fighting on the ground. This thing is stabbing at the wolf with its spear and it's just, it's rending it pieces with its jaws and both are just savagely just murdering each other and that's just one sample of the many many different things that are happening squirrels and raccoons and rodents come flying off the trees and you see like little pygmy men riding on top of them with arrows shooting arrows but the wolves are are jumping in the way to intercept the arrows They're, they're, they're following you as like a shield and at times breaking off and just charging into something and just tearing it down. All of this is happening as you guys are all running. Uh, still a screen of at least half a dozen wolves is is with you and you see the stag man running alongside you to the left and that's when Alpha breaks off from you guys and just charges at him. The last you see is Alpha jumping at the stag and both of them falling back somewhere beyond the line of sight and you just hear the snarling and the and, and what you can only assume to be a battle between these two kings as they just tear each other apart. And we're running toward the cave we came from? Is that no, 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 they're leading you someplace else. I mean, yeah, I mean, we just run in the direction that the wolf wanted us to go. Yep. I mean, that's, okay. the, that's the way to go. All right, everybody I mean, I have, roll. I, have a, I have a good sense of direction. Roll so. speed. Oh, boy, a two. <laughs> What'd you roll? I rolled a two, but I'm at negative four, so with the okay. wounds. 
I'm gonna give it a, a, a plus three with the wolf. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. So plus three, minus three, so I'm at zero, basically. <laughs> yeah. Lefty, what did you roll? Five. As usual, she keeps going and the rest of you falter. <laughs> oh, jeez, wow. I think I tripped on a root. So many of you guys are stumbling as you as you make your way, more often than not falling head first into the dirt uh, and picking yourself up. This makes your pace slower than the, the wolves would like it. What was a couple dozen wolves has turned into maybe 12. And then what was once 12 wolves is now six. Now there's three and one leading the way. And those two wolves are all that's left between you guys and um, being murdered by these animals. Basically, every animal that could exist in this forest is an animal plus something. You find yourself dodging, and as these things swoop in and they, they attack you, you're avoiding them without effort as you keep going. Uh, Jamala and Lefty are, have had some very near misses as things fly in. The last two wolves, not the one leading the way, they stop and turn and they break off and run back into the fighting. Again, this is still a war that's erupting around you. Wolves and uh, creatures murdering each other along the forest suddenly just come to a slope that digs deep into a tree, an opening inside that tree. This is clearly a cave, and the wolf itself stops as you guys get closer, and he looks at you like, keep going. So do you run into the tree, it's become pitch black, going deeper and deeper into the earth, using the walls of, and roots and stuff to kind of guide your way as you get further and further from the den of the fighting that's going on outside. I could also maybe light up a bit physically. Yeah, so you make a globe of light. You're in a, an almost perfectly round hole uh, shaped by roots and dirt. You need your element now. <laughs> Tunnels and dirt and roots. <laughs> All of the like rain and runoff and stuff seems to like pull at the bottom of this tunnel. Like there's a small like six inch wide like stream of water that's flowing from the direction where you're going out towards the mouth of the cave. Even the walls themselves seem to be wet with like just water and runoff and dew or whatever moisture just kind of running down the sides of it. This is the new uh, path that you guys are on, and there's only one direction. At the first, uh, you know, basic uh, run through this, uh, Lefty takes a nosedive and falls right into the muck and bloodies her nose. Oh, <laughs> god damn it! Takes three three, three points of uh, of damage from that. It, it, three? Yeah, uh, it might be. My broken. nose is a very important oh. part of my everything. <laughs> it might actually be broken. Uh, <sighs> you have to wipe the blood off of your uh, mud off of your eyes and face just to keep going uh jamala starts to get a little tired first and then eventually you guys are all except for uh uh bogo you guys are all kind of winded and you start to slow down and start to make your way through the through the cave you've probably come at least two three miles of just hard running through this and Ooh. and it's just uh, the same path just endlessly going then you start to hear things moving behind you just out of eyesight. You keep moving. Of course. Your cave ends and opens into a grove. Beneath the ground. No, you're outside. Oh. You're outside the cave now. But there's another sort of cavern, but it's a much greater cavern. Like a much, almost like an arched doorway of trees, uh, like tree roots that have grown around uh, this uh -huh. archway. And that's on the other side of this grove. 
Yeah, and it's nighttime now. <laughs> oh, boy. But it's a very big, bright uh, sky. Lots of stars. We'll go over there. I'll move quickly because we don't. Time is not of the essence. Even though I'd like to be cautious about this, but I don't have that luxury. You gotta throw caution to the wind. Live like a gleeman, Jamala. Um, no, he's skipping towards the. <laughs> <laughs> Live, Live like, like a, a gleeman. gleeman. Die like a gleeman. <laughs> Should we take a breather to be able to get our run back? Uh, you get can... our run back. Like it's like a video <laughs> you know, game where yeah, it's like, it's like you know the stamina <laughs> bars recharging. How Jamella got her run back. <laughs> so no, you can you can go ahead and charge your stamina bar just by walking. Okay. <laughs> this cave is much larger, uh, more formed than the tunnel you left. You actually can see um, large like swirls and things carved into the roots themselves. Um, you see faces carved into them. Other symbols that look... You you recognize these symbols, uh, Bogo, as being symbols of the different gods, Broden and, and, and his company. Okay, so I feel like this is probably a safe place then, like, because this... People of people from my from my tribe have probably put this together, or does this or is this like you you recognize some of the symbols? You don't recognize all of the symbols, but okay. that does give you some comfort, mm-hmm. uh, that, yeah, some bit of familiarity. Gotcha. Okay. Whether or not these were made by humans who worship these gods, or we fucked up, guys. We really fucked up. Like, yeah. I mean, like these. I mean, I'm just thinking like all oh, these oh, the shapeshifters. Oh no, this is not good. Well, how do we undo this? There's nothing to undo. We killed the guardians of the forest. We just need to get the hell out of here and take the ship and get the fuck out of Dodge. And go where there's no nature anywhere so no one comes after us? Well, I mean, if we just take the ship and go, we'll... I mean, the, the, the Northlanders are... This is not their domain. This is Broden's domain. Look at the symbols. We, I mean, we got the flying ship. We gotta get that. We gotta get the dwarf. We gotta get out of here. Uh, Jamala, we're in deep shit. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> we are in... I mean, like, these are the people that helped me. We've started a war in the world where Broden comes from. You're, say, you're saying that big guy was Broden? I don't know if that was Broden or not. I've never met him personally, but that... I mean, that that's the type of guy he would be if he was somebody. Broden? I hardly know him. <laughs> Well, okay, we're going deeper into the cave. Do we see any yeah. lights or anything? Or yeah, there's only four of you. The pirate is there. Oh, was the five gone. at one point. Oh, the pirate's gone. Oh, great. Yeah, this whole thing was a waste. He went into this place with you. He went into this. Oh, oh, into the archway with us. Yes. Okay, buddy. 
I've you, decided his name's Buddy. <laughs> you hear some uh, muffled noises coming from where you guys had had come from. I guess we backtrack. Okay. It's the whole reason we were we came. <laughs> About 30, 40 feet back, you see you see an arm sticking out of the wall of, oh, of roots and trees, and it's just like it's reaching out, like your fingers are flexing as if as it's trying to reach out, but it keeps getting pulled further and further into the wall. Dagger. Uh, like I'm grabbing him. I'm Dagger cutting arm. roots. Cutting, it's roots, yeah. right? I mean, the roots. Yeah. I mean, if Barty's able to grab his hand, Bogo's going to start chopping around, like, in a circle around, trying to dig it out, I guess. Okay. Do you need me to roll strength to hold on roll? to him? I critically failed. Oh, shit. Well, that didn't work out very well. As you guys are starting to pull him out, Bogo slips. Roll damage, oh, please. Oh, no. That's, that's a two. So you chop, <laughs> you chop into the tree. You see the roots snap, but when you pull your axe back, you see blood on the axe. I go, oh, <laughs> like I'm horrified at what and, I did. And as he struck the, the roots of the wall, Barty, you can feel the, the hand like just tense up for a second, and you just start to see like blood running down the arm. But oh, it's still, no. he's still there. Like he's still yeah, alive. He's still it's not holding. Like, you know. yeah, he's, he's still turning holding. into the tree. I think Bogo hit him. Yeah, I think uh, I just with think the axe. He, he misjudged uh, oh. where he should hack. Uh, okay. Oh, I mean, do I need to roll strength to hold on to him? Is it yeah. pulling him? Yeah, it's okay. pulling him. I rolled a twelve. He's still slipping. Lefty, something just grabbed your ankle. E. It's a, like a rooted hand, like an arm, and it's something like human shape crawling itself out of the the side of the wall. Ah! I think there's. Other thing, people here. Well, hack it. We gotta get him out of here. Or maybe we just run. No, Bogo, hit the wall. Do it one more time. Come on, you can do it, buddy. Oh, he's gonna die either way. Uh, I'm frantically cutting the the vines. Bogo, action. Yeah, Barty says cut. I'm gonna try to cut him free. Lefty, action. All right, we're cutting. Okay, you, you've got this thing is crawling up your leg, right? So you hit it and you knock a chunk of uh, of the wood off of this thing's arm, but it doesn't seem to react to you hitting it at all. Um, Boo. The, the crew member's arm is oh, maybe two, three inches left of the wrist before it's fully pulled in. Go ahead, Bogo. Bogo's going to try his, his old his best. Ooh, okay. That is uh, 12. Now roll damage. Okay. Uh, 10. So you cut right above like where his head should be, uh-huh. and some of the, the stuff falls down, but you see like a piece of his face, like just part of his face. The rest of it's concealed by the roots, and it's just swallowing him up. Jamala? Okay, so I never use weapons. Uh, what do I roll for that? Dexterity. <laughs> Could you? Could you? Could she burn the roots? I would cook that bastard. Probably. Yeah. yeah. And I would love to. I would love to do that. But it ain't, it's a bad idea. You're also in a tunnel of wood. Yeah. That's One true. thing catches fire, that fire could spread. I rolled a nine. Okay. So you're just frantically just sawing at this thing. And you snap right through that one. This is a whole man-sized lattice of roots to go through next. So we grab on the next one, start sawing. <laughs> this is all Tiny Axe Man's fault. Did this all for nothing, guys. So now it's down to the wrist. You're holding. You're you're holding on to his hand, and it's gripping you in like a vice-like grip. The, the the blood is is making it slippery. What happened to the pirate code? Fall behind your left behind. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I see the futility of what I'm doing. <laughs> um, and I see that Lefty's being attacked by this thing, and I assume maybe if I look around, there might be other crap coming. Okay, so you're looking yeah. around. 
Well, Bogo sees Barty's holding on to this guy's hand. Mm-hmm. And I already know that if I, I cut into that thing, and uh, it, it it just it's regrowing through him. Mm-hmm. So I think I think I think what Bogo would do is Bogo would with Barty try to grab that hand and just pull with all his like strength of his arms and not okay. worry about cutting okay. it. Lefty just come off with yeah. an arm. So I'm not uh, being attacked by Handy McHanderson. No, you so are. Yeah, and he's actually now he's got legs. His legs have grown out of the walls now, and he's starting to stand oh, up. Oh man! Oh, that's great. Um. He's using you to pull uh, his weight up. Jiminy Cricket. So he has hands wrapped around me, and he's using me to pull him up. Yep. So then I'm going to count, like, use my the force of him pulling me to pull my sword down into whatever seems might be the core of his being. Okay, center mass. So. Barty? I mean, I'm still pulling, man. I mean, we, 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 this is the whole reason we're here. It's this one guy. Jamala, you see more of them starting to grow out of the walls. Awesome. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to hit the one that's attacking Lefty with my staff uh-huh. and take the base of the staff, poke it against the wall, and breathe fire on it. And, uh, and as I'm doing this, I say, Pirate code! <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing we can do for a body. We either survive ourselves or we die here. Lefty, roll a reaction. We don't, we don't have to fight anything. We can just kill ourselves. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't breathe the fire yet. It was, it was trying to hit it away from Lefty yeah. first. I got a nine. Okay. Jamala, Jamala comes swinging at this thing, and you managed to turn just enough for the for the staff to come in and hit itself. Now roll strength to try and push it away. Seven. Okay. You start to push it away, but uh, its hands are made of, of wood. They start to scratch at Lefty. Ah. Okay, so that's not working then. It could work, but it's going to hurt her pretty, pretty good. Oh, boy. Great. I'm going to try to pull just okay. because that's, you know, what he would do. And, roll you strength. Know, that's, I think, a total of five. <laughs> okay, Barty, go ahead and roll strength. All right, I, I, I can tell this is it. So I am giving him five wolf points. Five. Okay. Strength. I rolled an eight plus the five, 13 minus three, so 10. And you slip off. Roll wisdom. He did, yo. I rolled a two for wisdom. Hold that, hold that thought. <laughs> um, Lefty? <laughs> we could have just yeah. left his ass. Lefty? So at this point, I'm just being... I, I just need to try to escape, right? Uh, yeah. Eight plus three. Woo! Nine to eleven. You're able to pry the hands off of you. Uh, and actually, Jamal still hasn't released all that pressure yet. You're able to pull, and, and with the combination of Jamala pushing it, you're able to pull, pry the hands off of you so they don't hurt you any, any further, and now you're free. And, uh, you actually see of this creature is, is it is human. It is human-shaped. It's it's roughly the same size and, and build as the pirate. Uh, it has, like, this weird, um, like, kind of umbilical cord coming out of its belly that goes back into the, the trees, and it, all of them look exactly the same. What does it mean? These are guardians of the tunnel. There are seven of them, <laughs> and they are seven. all prying themselves off of the out of the roots, all connected by these like umbilical cords. So we should probably stop trying to kill things since they run. tend to be like the protectors of stuff, and just like get the fuck out. Yeah, fireball, run. Is this um, is this tunnel wide enough we could actually run past seven of these things, or are we gonna have to explode our way through? Uh, these you went back. Remember, you went back. Yeah. So these are the ones that, that, that showed up on your way, like going back towards where you came from. Mm-hmm. Those are the only ones you see so far. 
you hear noises of others that might be forming behind you. But, but these are, this is kind of the, for lack of a better word, the root of where they can form from. Because they're taking the form of, of the man that they just swallowed. Yeah. I tried to save you. You mean Bogo? We, we went back here to save you. He doesn't say a word of that. What Barty's doing is standing with his eyes glowing this weird yellow rage color and just snarling. And I'm, I'm gonna sorry, sun guys. strike the uh, all the the garbage uh, root people in front of us. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Eleven. Okay. Roll the effect. Eleven plus two, thirteen plus three, sixteen. Okay, so at the creatures in front of you, you blast the sun strike at them, and they all catch fire. So the, the walls around you, and the fire is creeping towards you. Time, time to run. That was a real Brody, Jamala. That was a real Brody. So they didn't, they didn't have the concussive force of doing that to push them away or anything? No, they're just they're, they're roasting. Great. No, I thought, you know, momentum. No, they're still, like, most of them are still attached the wall. Okay, uh, um, I I start heading back to where we where we came from, deeper down the tunnel. Okay. As you guys are running deeper down the tunnel, you're passing various stages of these things growing out of the roots. Uh, occasionally you see like a face or a head starting to feel its way forward and, and fingers as if it's trying to pull itself out of a hole in the ground as it's kind of giving birth to itself. Others are just arms reaching out at you guys trying to to grab something again to pull themselves out. Occasionally, you see one or two of them where the waist, there's like the upper torso and the legs are, are almost stepping out of these things. As you guys get further along, you see more advanced growth. So you're leaving some behind. It's like they all started to grow at roughly the same time. So the further you're going in, the longer it's taking, the more growth they get until you come to two of them that are actually just walking towards you. Their umbilical cords kind of growing with them as they move forward. Okay. I mean, I mean it's clear you gotta hit the umbilical cords. I mean, come on, guys. We all got that part, right? I mean, right. I'm just saying. <laughs> but how do you do that? Swords. With my teeth. Feelings. <laughs> Lefty, let's take the one on the right. I will, I'll push it down. You hack the cord. Alright, you got it. Okay. Bogo? Am I, am I still wolfy? Uh, we're, uh, roll wisdom. Bogo? I'm really trying to, I guess, follow Barty and Jamela's lead if they're shouting orders, but can I see, like, can I see the umbilical cord? Yeah. I'm just going to try and take a running swing. Just full okay. up, Like, and just try to just okay. do it. I, I rolled a, a, a six for dexterity. Okay. Roll strength. Seven. And you tackle one of them and land on the ground, and uh, you're holding it down, holding it. It doesn't feel that strong, but it is persistent. Lefty, you can roll to attack yeah. the cord. All right, I got a nine plus three. That's 12. Boom. Okay, roll damage. Six. And you hack through one of the umbilical cords. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, 
you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hardy is uh, charging for towards this thing, but he manages to kind of temper herself enough to do what are you trying to do I, at first i was going to bite the umbilical cord um, uh you wouldn't get your mouth around it they're they're at least like three four inches thick yeah so then i'll uh just grab it and pull it towards me to to extend okay, the umbilical oh, okay. cord yeah give it get it really taut okay. so as uh barty grabs the thing he actually pulls it towards itself uh bogo very clumsily charges and gets managed to just barely land the swing and cut through the uh, the taut uh, umbilical cord. Uh, these things don't make a sound. They just kind of go lifeless as the cords are cut and fall like a bag of loose sticks. So you guys are stumbling through and uh, you're able to kind of get ahead of these things clawing at you and avoid them. When you finally start to see a, a small light at the end of this cavern and you keep proceeding towards that into bright daylight and the smell of wood and burning campfires. Bright daylight, you say? Yes. Wait, but it was night. Yes. What? Ah, <laughs> uh, campfires? What is going on? Uh, I'm going to use uh, per- perception, wisdom. I, I, I... Yeah, where, where, where are we? What's going on? Actually, Bogo knows where you guys are. You're northeast of his village. And you see about three, four miles off, you see uh, what looks like a camp, like a large military camp. And what you're smelling is the large fires that they are burning for food and warmth. Well, let's head it to the camp. I mean, I let's am- go. Uh, 100% suspicious of anything that seems this convenient. Uh, and <laughs> after that, after that crunchmas fiasco, very sensitive to hallucinations. So I'm gonna roll wisdom. I'm gonna roll perception. I'm gonna roll whatever it takes to figure out if this is a dream or not. Okay. I'm just going with Bogo. Yeah, Bogo, you I'm don't s- recognize anything that you see from here. Yeah. Nothing here looks right. Well, I I, I can tell from like the land why that would we're your, northeast. Why would your people have a camp here in the northeast? So and this so, only... so this so this in other words, this looks like Northlanders. Like these look like no, like... these aren't Northlander camps. Why would they even have a camp out here? Okay, your so... village isn't that far. Right. So I don't wouldn't even know who these people are, or who like what this is, or right. If right. your people were to to head to the northeast. It wouldn't look like this. They wouldn't have made a camp this, you know, half a day's ride away from the town. Right. They would have gone a full day's ride. You know, this. Oh, is so it's too close. Like, why would you even bother? Like, right. Gotcha. Okay. So go ahead and roll. Uh, an eight. There are no horses. I'm just walking towards the tent. Barty, Barty, this not, is. It, it's some kind of hallucination. It was night. It's day. This is not real. It's daylight. You just have lost track of time. Wait, what? You were in a magic tunnel. <laughs> there's no horses. You said that that doesn't make any sense. Let me paint it for you this way. What would you expect from a Northlander camp? You would expect that they would have large horses, that they would they would be further away. All of this is adding up to not being a Northlander camp, being uh-huh. so close to the town. 
It's uh, one of the warring parties, probably, but I don't care. It's a tent. I need help. We need we need medicine. Uh, but 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 body, there there aren't any horses. This is not a Northlander camp. Bay, we need medicine. Do you help. not remember when they butchered those other? God, God damn it! The gully, body, more giants attack you limb from limb. You idiot. Barty, you continue walking forward. I do. I, hey, body lives on instinct, baby. Okay, your instincts are very, very bad, though. <laughs> Just generally saying. I mean, it's in like, the past, they've, they've, they've done nothing but be Yeah, be, be more accurate to say, Barty nearly dies on instinct. Yes. Hey, listen. <laughs> yeah, he kind of sucks at life. Barty walks to the beat of his own drum. Barty survives his in- instinct. Not survives by, survives his instinct. <laughs> <laughs> Horns start blaring, and the camp comes alive, and you see a wall of uh, people, shields and halberds and spears marching towards you. Hey! Whoa, 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 whoa! Friends, we're just looking for some medicine. We're just travelers. Uh, you got you got any med- medication for some people with some wounds and stuff? Buddy, shut up! Shut up, buddy! You're making it worse! Hey, come kill us. We're weakened. <laughs> hey, Papa Gleeman always told me honesty is the best policy. The, the metal of their armor and shields and weapons keeps time with their steps, becoming almost like this metallic clinking drumbeat. And to verify the marching towards us? Yes. How many of them are there? Somewhere between 15 to 20. 15 to 20? Uh, uh, you don't have to come any, any further. We're, we're, we're not looking for a fight. Do you got a leader back there? Somebody can parlay. They keep coming. 100, 100 yards away. 75 yards away. So who else? Running? Running? I guess we're running again. <laughs> Son of a bitch. And, um... Good exercise. You know, if, if uh... We'll, we'll start running, sure. If they're running, then uh, it makes no sense to stand still. I will say, as we're running to Bogo, uh, do you happen to know who these people are? Does Bogo recognize them? Are you sure you want to make that guess? Would you rather be certain? Oh, she, if she asks who I know, I would say no. <laughs> if, if, I, okay. if I'm not certain, it's like, do you know who these are? No. I mean, okay. You know. He says no. <laughs> Great. Well, like, it might be blah, blah, blah. They might be friends. But, you know, like, it's, 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 it's as equal in my mind as far as, you know, like, but they're they're marching towards us, and if I can't recognize them right away, then they seem they're acting hostile. So I'm gonna assume no, I probably don't. We're, we're 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 running. Are they still chasing us, or what's up? No, they stop and they kind of like make a shield wall. But behind okay. us. Yes. Uh huh. Well, which way are we going? I mean, is that a path? Is there a road? Is there southwest? That's the way Bogo would lead you. All right. So we're going to head back to the, the North Under Camp that we know. Right, right, Great. Yeah. Okay. I'm all for that. Okay. Like I said, uh, you know, you guys are about half half a day's march. It really just takes you until about midday before you guys are within sight of the Northlander camp. Does it look okay or is it like they were under attack? Um, you can see that they're getting busy down there. Warriors are, are sharpening weapons and, and breaking out armor. Uh, all right, so first person we see who we have a relationship with, uh, Greybeard, uh, Palava, Etta, somebody else, whoever it is, uh, another another Northlander, we're asking questions. Like, what's going on? We just saw another group of Northlanders. You know, we're not Northlanders. The dwarves are here. Oh, oh did they look dwarves. short? From dwarves? the distance, you couldn't tell a difference. I guess, it, okay. Uh, is Etta here? 
they were actually much closer than we thought they were. <laughs> right. 100 yards away. They were 50 yards away. <laughs> the, is the flying ship here? Yeah. And the dwarves have come for her? Uh, she's been locked up with the rest of her kin. Did, the, did, did, did they fix the ship? How's that doing? Where's Palaver? From what we understand, yes, the ship is fixed. It is working. It is floating. Palaver is at the ship. Okay, so you're heading towards the ship? I'm heading towards the ship. Okay, you can see Palaver is busying himself with some of the other uh, Northlanders, uh, looking like they're trying to make the ship ready. And he is uh, shouting at them, and he looks extremely frustrated. Yeah, pa- Palaver, what's going on, man? We got, we we have to go. There's a, there's a war coming. The dwarves are on their way. Not another one. Okay, look, it, it kind of flies. It floats. I don't know if I can, if it's going to be ready for for that kind of travel. I mean, these. They're, they're telling me to get this thing up in the air so they, we can use it in the fight. And just nobody's being realistic here. What do you, well, how high does it go? Well, I mean, I we haven't tested it. And I'm not trying to test it in the middle of a fight. It was it was floating two feet, two feet a couple days ago. It's been a couple days. I mean, well, actually, how long have we been gone? Uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, uh, great. Fantastic. You're, you're, you're a real help. <laughs> Palaver. Look, I've got what, enough what, to worry about. about. What about Edda? She's the one who needs the help. No. Uh, she could become a liability right now. Uh, Barty, Barty, go go get go get healed. Go get medicine for Lefty and Bogo. Go go get ready for a fight. But meanwhile, I'm going to talk to Palaver. Look, Palaver, I know things are really tense right now. And I know... You think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, then... Look, look, I have a plan. Okay, I, I want to see how you feel about this. I know you wanted to stay here. This is clearly really bad. What say... All of us go to the Isle of Mages right now, in this ship. Roll persuasion. Why did you get rid of me? I got the persuasion. As you're irrational. <laughs> <laughs> I have charisma. Like, yeah, that's it. Okay, roll it. Seven. I don't... Do uh, you think we could all fly this thing? I mean, how are we going to get it away from the Northlanders? We move fast. <laughs> that's the best choice we have. We have, like, half a dozen of them on the ship as it is. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. <laughs> um... Look, well, they're, they're, they're on and off the ship. They're constantly moving around, so it's not like you would have sit there and did, did a, done a head count. Well, I mean, you're, you're the boss of this operation, right? No, I'm just it's, it's supposed to get it up and running. I'm, I'm the boss of getting it up and running. Right, okay. And you're doing a shitty job. <laughs> What's it take to fly this? A magical power meditation? Uh... you got to be able to enchant the, the rooms and get them working. I mean, I might be able to do it by myself, but it would be a hell of a lot easier with Etta, but I don't trust her. Yeah, I don't either. That would, I would love to trust her, but it ain't gonna happen unless we're unless we're breaking her out and taking her to a people. And I don't know if they'll let us get away with the ship after that. I don't know what they'll do to us. All right, look, I'm gonna just keep going along as business as usual. You come up with a decent plan, I might be in. Okay, I'm not saying no, but I'm saying right now we don't have a way of doing what you want to do. Yeah, that's fair. But I didn't sign up to get mm-hmm. slaughtered by dwarves or hacked to pieces or whatever by by Northlanders or anything else. I, 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 I'm, I, I just want to study this stuff. I don't want to be involved in this. Right there with you, Palava. When the shit hits the fan, this guy gets scared. <laughs> <laughs> you think? <laughs> All right. So uh, let's cut. Let's cut over to to them folks then, and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna visit Etta or try to.
party? Well, everybody's in a frantic pace at this point. Um, not giving any magical potions or anything like that, but some bandages and salves and stuff like that to kind of wrap and clean the wounds. Uh, everything is done at a very hurried pace and very painful. Uh, every wound is, is vigorously cleaned without any concern for your uh, happiness in regards to that. And Gogo and Lefty? Yeah. Um, do we so? Do we have any wounds left? Or what's oh that? yeah, they, they'll go away like every single day of full rest. You can sacrifice a healing test to get a wound back, a wound point reduced. But you haven't had any rest, any rest right. in, in, in in a safe, clean environment. So, but you're not going to get infected or run the chance of rolling a one and reopening a wound or anything like that. They're bandaged properly now. You know, aside from the modifiers, you guys are in a place where you guys can can probably stand and fight. Right. Well, I mean, I, 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 I with Palaver, Jamala talking to pa- I mean, I would go straight to the where the dwarves are being kept. Okay, Barty, let's communicate for a change. How do you want to <laughs> yeah. play this? Because she's not happy with you, she's not happy with me, she's not happy with any of us, and she just wants to get back to her people. And I'm happy to let her go back to her people. We just need the, we need the ship. Their people are obviously here. They're here to get, I don't know if they're here to get her or what they're here for, but we, we, we need the ship to get home to do what we need to do, unless you want to try and get the dwarves on our side for this battle. Look, if we double-cross these Northlanders, and this is bad, they're never going to talk to us again. They will kill us. It is, it is, it would be death for us if we don't pull this off. We can't have Edda and fight against the dwarves. We can't be with the Northlanders and have Edda and the ship, because clearly Palibur feels like he can't do anything with this ship. Well, and yes, and we want the ship, but we can't have the ship probably as far as anyone's concerned. Why not? Because <laughs> the Northland is wanted, and I'm sure the dwarves want it. Etta was surprised that it even was here. It's a ship that flies. <laughs> but we but need I... it. They want it. We need it. Well, I, I think that we need to talk to her. We should talk to Etta and see what she wants. I think she wants you to go soak your fat head. <laughs> you never know. A couple of days with a teenager, uh, <laughs> the things might turn around. You know, I'm just saying. Your Honor, Later. I'm just saying. A couple days with a teenager, <laughs> I was hoping things would turn around. <laughs> Okay, Barty. Well, if you had to guess, who would you say fucked things up with her worst? You or me? Probably me, but at least I was honest with her. So, out, out, out of character question, the the, the, the dwarves and the Northlanders, like, from my perspective, why are they hating each other? Well, they don't hate each other so much as the dwarves are captured and basically being enslaved by the Northlanders. Oh, so how do I feel about dwarves in general? Oh, uh, they're fine as long as they are kept to where they're at. Mm. You know, just as long as they don't start shit. Yeah, okay. but but here they are coming to get what's theirs or yeah. what they think is theirs. They're coming to take your your slaves away from you. Well, fuck that! Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let you walk all over us. This is ours. If we let you just by have right them, of combat, we yeah. won. So yeah, so yeah. by right of combat, if you if you deserve to have them, you will kill us all and burn okay. our houses down, and then you can take your drawers with so you. So Klingon, Krogan, yes. Northlander, Viking. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Okay, body. I've made up my mind. You have a gift of persuasion, but it didn't it didn't work last time, and I'm gonna try my hand at this. Oh. You do the talking, and if I need to chime in, I'll do the persuade. He's gonna wanna chime in all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all of the persuasion roles in the world don't mean squat against bad I, dialogue choices. <laughs> I I genuinely think that Lefty and I have a better chance of leveling with her. Then if you're there. Oh, they're making this a sexist thing, a gender thing. Yep. Well, but look at him. Look at what he did last time. It was bad. He put a rock in her drink. I I don't know. In my perspective, (laughs) it wasn't bad. 
my perspective, I <laughs> told her the truth. From my perspective, anyway, regardless. it wasn't bad. <laughs> it went, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Let's do this thing. And where is she being kept? Is she being heavily guarded? Do we need to... Uh, in a manner of speaking, there is a large Northlander guarding them with a axe and a shield, looking rather bored, but... All right, let me talk to this guy. Hey, uh, hey, Palio. Great start. He arches an eyebrow, and she's like, <laughs> really? <laughs> so what, what are you doing here? There's, there's, uh, there's work to be done. They need to, they need your help down at the, uh, at the weapons hut. They need people to help, uh, gather all the swords. Okay, roll persuasion. You're damn right. I mean, come on, they're Northlanders. How much fucking wisdom these guys got? None. Gods. I rolled a 15. Who who needs help with the swords? The Smith, George, down at the weapons side. But they they need more people. They they're putting people out on the front lines to help protect against the dwarves. We just came in. There was a, a massive war party of dwarves. Just a half day's march down the road. They need you at that tent. Shouldn't be able to do this on the 15. He he looks at you very surprised and he goes, George. Okay, all right, I'll, I'll be right there. Hey, could you keep an eye on the prisoner? I I will keep an eye on the prisoner. If anything happens to the prisoner, I'll cut your legs off and feed them to you. I am one of Broden's chosen warriors, my friend. Then I, you will survive uh, it. Exactly. Well, <laughs> yeah, we'll have a and we'll have a drink afterwards. How about that? Drink to your legs. Drink to the legs. He runs off. <laughs> I slow clap. I don't know how you do it. Because it... he usually doesn't. <laughs> I don't know if he convinced him as much as confused him. To the yeah. Point where like, <laughs> yeah, everything's in chaos right now. George needs help with swords. At least. Better go, right, just I better to be go safe. find yeah. out what's going <laughs> yeah. on just in case. Oh, so you're saying we don't have long. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well... Let's, uh, Lefty and I'll go talk to Etta. What is this facility like? It's like a dirt hut. When you walk inside, they're not like caged or anything, but there's only one way in and out of this place. And they're just sitting on, uh, on like mats on the ground, looking exceptionally bored. But when you walk in, Etta looks up and then she just rolls her eyes. Come on. Have fun. <laughs> hey, Etta. Hi, fellas. Well, I'm going to sit on the floor nearby, not, uh, you know, aggressively close. Yeah, I'm gonna go sit near Jamala and act normal. Here's the deal. We did not intend for any of this to happen. We want to fix this. I know it's not really fixable, and you're very vexed. I totally understand. But what would you say if we could drop you off back to your people and um, get you out of uh, the way of a potential uh, Northlander dwarf war? Would you want that? You're so stupid. First of all, this little tiff isn't a war. It's more of a slapping contest. My kin are going to win and come get me, and it'll be all fine. So why would I want to spend any more time with you than I have to? Well, one, we can get you out of here faster than waiting for them to come around. And for two, should this village fall, they will pull you up by your hair, put a dagger to your throat, and threaten the dwarves. How would you uh, propose to liberate us? Well, we're going to take the ship. We would like... <laughs> What's so funny about that? You are going to take the ship. Well, with you, together. You want me to help fly the ship? Yeah, and we'll get out of here and get yeah. away from all this crap. Okay, so you're going to fly a giant boat across the sky over top of all the Northlanders over to my kin and then throw me overboard? I don't think so. 
Well, no, not throw you overboard. That's rude. But we not would like the, the ship yeah, for our rude. troubles. Why can't I gonna let you take the ship? They'll just blow it right out of the sky. That's very confident well, of you. Yep. I mean, we did make a ship fly, and that was just me. Imagine a whole group of me's over there. What can we do? Well, if you could make a whole bunch of people that don't know how to use magic, give them the tools to shoot fireballs at their enemies. How strong do you think that would make them? Well, these guys are going to throw spears and shoot arrows and maybe some th rocks. My people are going to be bombarding them with balls of fire. Goodness gracious. When they get up to the village, they're going to have a shield wall of crossbows that are just going to fire right into the village as they move over. And when your pretty little boat comes sailing over the sky towards them, they're going to blow it right up. So in all your time here, you think that the Northlanders don't have magic? I think that you have no idea how equipped they are to take out the dwarves. So you mean those little storm people that they have that makes the wind blow and the rain come down? It took down the, the flying ship. Yeah, with some great effort from what I understand. This will not be an effort. But easy enough to take fireballs and send them back in sort of an inverse conflagration. I would actually pay to see that. I can make sure you're at the front lines of it. Look, Etta, this is ridiculous. You hate being bored. You're here being bored. So let's just get out. Let's just leave. I'm offering that to you. I would betray the Northlanders, who've been very kind to me at least, simply to get this ship and get the hell out of here. And I'd be happy to assist you in the process. If you will scratch my back, I will scratch yours. How are you going to get me off the ship when we get to my people? And what if my people want the ship? Well, I will take it as services rendered for assisting you in escaping. That's all there is to it. If And as far as how I'm going to get you down from the ship, uh, there's plenty of ways. We could, we could lower it a little bit. We could put it in the water. We could do all kinds of stuff. Let's, let's, let's roleplay this little negotiation you want to do when we get to my people. You're going to call, tell them that you are going to give us up in, in exchange... You get to keep the ship. Or they could have ignored all that and just charged right up here and killed all the Northlanders and you and saved us and got the ship. Oh, well, I would like that to... take a lot more effort. Not really. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I, I got nothing. If, I, if mm. I was there and Bogo was a meaner character, I'd be like, all right, I'm just going to threaten to break everyone's legs. <laughs> this is like until it's like... Because you've tried being nice. You've done everything but be a jerk. I mean, I'm good at physical things. Let me try this first. Here's the thing. I understand that my idiot compatriot, Barty, attempted to explain to you something about the city of Doritadon. Mm-hmm. L let me tell you what exactly is going on there. It's, as you may know, uh, the seat of a great empire to the south. Presently, it is infested with the worst demonic forces that this world has to offer. It's like a beacon for them. And as they will grow there, that infestation will billow out into the rest of the entire world. We have been tasked with the quest of finding allies to help push back that threat. This flying ship would be a great boon to that quest. Perhaps even some resources from your dwarven kin I don't know. I do know that the Northlanders are not particularly interested, and you didn't seem particularly interested either. But this is a threat that will, at some point, meet your world. We've not gotten off on the right foot. There's many things that I regret. Many, many things. But 
there is a chance to make a real difference here. You can get out of here earlier. We can maybe push back the <laughs> a demonic force threatening the entire world. Just going to leave that in your hands right now. Think about that for a moment. I have a better plan. I help you get this stupid boat off the ground, and you go ahead and start to fly away. The Northland just chased you, and I just walked to my people. I, if you're serious about that, I will totally do it. You realize that all the Northlanders are going to try and kill, kill you. If we're flying, maybe... You're going you're gonna to do this? You're going to let him betray Bogo? He was our compatriot. He was a, he was a member of our party. He, he helped. Party, Bogo's... We're, we're just going to stab him in the back like that? Bo- you call me the rogue? Uh, Bogo's sweet, but if we take this flying ship, which we've all agreed is a necessity, it's then... true then we are betraying Bogo regardless. Not him at all as a person, but his people. That is not, we cannot get around that. Maybe Bogo wants to leave this all behind, but his family's here, so I doubt that. We don't have a choice. It's always a choice. Shut up! (laughs) (laughs) I give you the keys to the ship. I will also make sure that everything is very loudly stating that you are stealing the ship. If you're good enough, you can fly the ship out of here before they bring you down. If you're not good enough, they will kill you. Either way, they'll be distracted and my people can leave and there will be no more bloodshed, except for the bloodshed between you and the Northlanders. That sounds... Edda, that is a deal. Well, I'm 100% behind that. Okay, here you go. And she pulls out a rune stone. All you have to do that is put that right there on the mast and away you go. That's what's keeping that thing only at three feet off the ground. Thank you, Edda. I like this plan a lot. You're a good egg. Okay. We're leaving. Um, we'll leave this tent, this hut unguarded, and um, a pandemonium will start. As, as well, you'll, you'll probably know as soon as that thing's flying away, this place is going to get a lot louder. Oh, no, sooner Wait than a- that. She puts her uh, hands around her mouth and starts shouting, They're stealing the ship! Um, you bitch! <laughs> <laughs> but are you at this point? <clears throat> hey, hey, Lefty, can you roll to punch her in the mouth? Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I jumped to tackle her when I say that. <laughs> Yeah, it's just going to so, waste more time. Are you kidding me? I'm a ninja. Oh, hell yeah. And I just got a critical success. I got 12 plus 3. I got 15. Bitch is going down before we run away. And then we're out of there. We're running. So you, you just haul off and just smash her right in the face. Bitch, God, come on, let's go. And, and now just... we're gone. We're gone. <laughs> Have Bogo. fun healing. Bogo, Bogo's inside of the healing room. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm on a fucking bed. Just yeah. like, just like one of the guys, uh, one of the, the Northlanders throws open the, the door and says, your people are stealing the ship. And I just, I don't, I don't, I don't even understand. I mean, I understand what he said, but I'm just like, well, why would, why would they do that? Like, I don't, I don't have a clue. Like, I don't, have, I don't know anything like about what they're, what they're planning to do. So you're just gonna stand there? I'm, I'm healing. <laughs> like, I'm wounded. <laughs> they're gonna die. Let me see. So he's gonna, all right. He'll grab his axe and he hobbles out of there just to see, like, what, to see what, what's really happening because he doesn't, know, he doesn't know what. I mean, you guys never told him what you're, you're planning to take the uh, ship or anything. So nope. So basically, for the rest of you. You see an army of spears and swords and shields hauling ass towards your direction. And Palaver is white as a sheet like, what the hell just happened? As you guys come running towards him. Uh, hey, Palaver, we've got the key. Turns out there's a key. Is anybody else on the, sh- on the ship? Oh, yeah. Cool. Okay. But they don't have weapons. They're just they're like, they're, they're looking at you guys like, are you really doing this? And that's when Palaver just realizes once you show him that you've got this thing and he recognizes it, waves his hands, says something that you can't understand, fans out, and they all fall down. 
Like collapse. Oh. Yeah, like they just like like they're knocked down. Like he pushed them down, standing, you know, several yards away. Okay, uh, so we're gonna board the ship real quick, and if those guys are on the deck, we're gonna push them off the deck, and uh, yeah, they start to get up. They're getting up as you guys are climbing onto the ship, knocking them down. That's it, just knocking them down. <laughs> they're 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 still giant Northlanders. I mean, I just want I just want him off, so I can I know my own strength, and it's not very high. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could you could point you could point your uh, staff at him, you know, pull a Terminator uh, Terminator Two, get off, get off my boat. <laughs> <laughs> this he- sucks. <laughs> I- I'm reluctantly getting on the ship. Okay. I'm really against all of this, like thoroughly, like my whole. I'm I'm really against this. Sometimes life sucks, Barty. These people helped me. Like um, these are my people I'm, now. I'm running to the mast and trying to get the ship started. Okay, Bogo, you see them. Barty's climbing up onto the ship, and you see already that they've knocked a couple of the guys over. Jamala's getting ready to cast a spell at one of them. Uh, I'm assuming that there's a miss. I'm like, because Bogo, he's like, he sees that they're friendly. You know, they were his friends. They helped. They saved his life. You know, keep nursing him back to health in the cave. Um, but also, he's clearly like a member of this tribe, and these people. So he's 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 seeing there's something weird going on. So he's going to run up. And you said Barty is climbing the, the yeah, like like he's on the outside of the boat trying to get up to the top yeah. of the boat. Uh, Bogo is going to run up and just jump up like alongside Barty as if he's going to climb up next to him, and like because he's assuming either they're under attack or there's some misunderstanding. So he's but he's as he jumps up and climbs, starts climbing beside Barty, is to say, "Are you? St- they said you're stealing this ship." Okay, like out of confusion. Jamala, the one of the guys that got knocked out, he's getting up and he looks super pissed. He grabs the first thing that's next to him, which is a, a, a mooring line, like a, there's a wood, like pegs and stuff like that to hold these lines tight and stuff. He pulls one of those out and he's holding it like a club and he's heading towards you. Okay. Um, hmm. I really don't want to just kill him, but I don't, so I don't have this. anything. He's going to kill you. I know he is. I know hmm? he is. Okay. Is he near the, the ledge at all? Like he's at the ledge. He pulls out this thing and he's starting to head towards you. Realistically, based on this fellow's gigantic proportions and me, there's no conceivable way that I could, like, trip him up and knock him down and, like, right? Maybe if you were Barty and Barty was skilled with the bow staff instead of daggers. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. The avenging light to his chest. Uh, Okay, fire away. We're not going to be allowed anywhere after this, are we, you guys? (laughs) You guys are really, like... Really burn bridges, don't you? This is really smash. It's like we're here just for help. Smash and grab. <laughs> yeah. like, don't forget to help us. <laughs> Every time I try to do something diplomatic, it always blows back in my face. Yeah, and you said that I was the one who screws it up. Hey, we're getting somewhere, aren't we? Yeah, that's yeah. true. This this is this is yeah. more progress than what was happened before. Twenty for casting. Okay. Um, does that game. afford me a certain degree of precision? Yes. Is there any way to do this non-violently? Or just like no. blast it? No? <laughs> what uh, counts as progress? Unless you miss on purpose. You could roll a miss on purpose. but That's not going to change. I know how the Northlanders work. It's not going to change his yeah, mind. Yeah, he's going to look at this like, oh, this is going to be fun. He's like, oh, like, you missed. Not, <laughs> I might die doing oh, this. I'm lucky that you missed. Yeah. <laughs> got an eight. You hit him dead center in the chest. Um, and you hit him for a pretty good amount of power. That pushes him off over the edge. Uh, you hear him call out as he's falling, and, and he hits the ground, and abruptly the sounds coming from the shouts just end, and you don't know if he's alive or not. You just know he's off the ship. You still have two other guys coming, but they're not coming for you. They're coming for your friends. You're at the stern. Lefty is heading towards the mast, and uh, Palaver's heading towards her. 
Lefty, as you get towards the mast, Palaver Palaver reaches out for the for basically the key and just uh, says he he's telling you, look, deal with them. I'll get this thing flying. Do I trust Palaver? Well, yeah. he's kind of in this with you guys now. You've sealed his okay, fate. Okay, then thanks, man. Once he pushes this thing into place, the runes start to glow around the mast, and they move their way up, and uh, the ship just lurches up almost immediately, a good Ooh. four or five feet. And the other two Northlanders are standing there, heading towards you guys, and they, they stop as their forward movement as the, the ship lurches up. Like, when it lurched up, would I have this sort of reaction time to get low and, like, charge at one of them and try to knock it off, knock them off the boat? Yeah. Okay, roll unarmed combat. Seven, minus two, six, five. One guy tries to dodge out of the way and winds up actually stepping right into your attack. So go ahead and roll strength. It's five. All right, and you push him over the edge. Wilhelm scream. <gasps> Barty, you are uh, climbing over the edge as... Uh, well, I'm next to Bogo. You know, Bogo's just getting to the ropes and starting to climb up. Yep, after. see, yeah. he's climbing up the, the the mooring lines after you because the the boat is now too high up for him to just grab onto it. And so you're pulling yourself up as Bogo shouts, "Are you stealing the ship?" Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> I grab the rope that Bogo's climbing, I look down at him, and I... I cut the rope. already? Oh, but it's right in the middle of the action and they just did something morally reprehensible. Oh, I hate cliffhangers almost as much as I hate the Super Nintendo adaptation of the, the film Cliffhanger. <laughs> well, tune in next time where some, hypothetically, that'll be resolved somehow. <laughs> Thank you so very much for listening to Dungeons and Doritos presented by Nerdy Show. I know what you're thinking. Jamela, I've listened to all the episodes of Dungeons and Doritos. I've heard all this before. Well, shut up, fussy bitches. It's time to listen good. Because if you're not actively participating in what I'm about to say, if you're not listening to these, these facts and these accreditations, you're missing a significant part of the Dungeons & Doritos community and special ways that you can help make this show go on forever. So, if you like what you heard, do the responsible thing. Please, rate and review us on iTunes. Like and follow us on SoundCloud and Audioboom. Or subscribe and stream on Google Play. Dungeons & Doritos was performed by Cap Blackard, Colin Peterson, Lefty Lucy, Doug Banks, and Rule Nutson. 
It was designed and mixed by Colin Peterson and edited by Jamie Kerrigan. Our original score was composed and produced by Ryan McQuinn, Mike McQuinn, and Steve Oborts, and is available for purchase on Bandcamp, which goes directly to supporting the composers. Dungeons and Doritos is played using the Saga's role-playing game, a universal system designed to allow for unparalleled role-playing and world-building freedom. Find out more at sagasrpg.com. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes and images from Dungeons and & Doritos, and there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com slash nerdyshow. You can also find official Dungeons & Doritos merchandise, like comics, shirts, stickers, and dice bags at nerdyshow.com slash store. Discover more Nerdy Show role-playing and audio dramas on Nerdy Show Theater. And find all of our programming at nerdyshow.com. If it's geeky, they've got it covered. I can't believe you did that, party. I, what am I supposed to do? Bogo's not gonna fight us, guys. Like, not what point to damage? Jug, would you would you fight us or would you not fight us? Well, you just dropped me. <laughs> this could go many different ways, but I'm just gonna do what my plan is, and my plan is right now is to like to get up to the boat and find out what's going on, and then Barty <sighs> just cut me loose <laughs> after saying yes, he is stealing the ship. Well, I'm being honest, friends, and, and I also don't want him to get hurt. So you were able to jump onto the ship and climb up to it. Bogo has to use the ropes to climb up to it. He's also a very large, strong man. So he's climbing up that thing like a spider. And you cut the rope. <laughs> he was about halfway up. Me cutting the rope was me trying to let him not get hurt. Because if he comes up on the boat, Jamal is going to kill him. No, I wouldn't try to kill him. Or somebody's going to kill him, or he's going to try and take the ship back. If he doesn't cut the rope now... The fighting or the potential for, for him to get hurt is going to be much greater later on. The way everything is playing out, I if I were Barty, personally, I would have done the same thing. You know, I'd rather save a pissed off Bogo than kill a happy Bogo. But he didn't seem pissed off. He seemed dismayed. Well, yeah, now I'm he's confused. pissed off. He's pissed off now. I'm definitely, I, I wouldn't even say murderous rage, but I would definitely say he just hurt me. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like there's, there's, there's a betrayal and there's a yeah. harm and there's, there's a hurt that's there. His heart is broken. Hey, so. if you love somebody, you got to let him go. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.